0: It's time for David Darren's Top 5 Things Podcast. My name is Dave. His name is Darren. And we're about to rock your socks off, podcast listeners.
1: Oh, you are going to love it. Oh, you are going to laugh. The podcast is brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois Tech Drive in Milan. Dave. They also have a location on West Main Street in Galesburg. Myland, they're open every day. Galesburg, they're open weekdays and Saturdays. So you've got plenty of options. Uh, the recreational waiting lists are available. That always is a good idea. Reserve your time if you go to their website, ntillinois.com.
0: Let's get into it with the first one.
1: Number one. 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 one.
0: Number one. The uh, Halloween is Saturday, and then once that's over with, I know for a lot of people as soon as Halloween's done, full on Christmas, right? People people want to start putting their tree up as soon as the Halloween is over. It'll be Christmas before you know it. With that in mind, there was a plan apparently with the COVID-19 vaccines, you know, you have to determine who gets that first. Obviously, you want to make sure frontline workers get COVID-19 vaccines first, right? That would seem to make sense. But is is there a way to get a COVID-19 vaccine to someone who would need it during the course of their job and have it be kind of a a sexy celebrity endorsement? There was a time, Darren, that when we were trying to eradicate polio, Uh that they had the vaccine for polio and public opinion about a polio vaccine was, I don't think I trust that. Uh-huh. I don't want to do that. No thanks. And then a young man from Tupelo, Mississippi, went on the Steve Allen show, and he did the vaccine live there on the uh, on the network airwaves. Elvis got the vaccine for polio. But and above the, the waist. And the neck, yeah. <laughs> Elvis got the vaccine for polio, and like the, the very next day everybody wanted oh, it. Good enough for the king? Right. You gotta have some sort of sexy celebrity endorsement. So this is what they were thinking. What if we give Santa Claus the COVID nineteen vaccine? Uh-huh. And by that, what the government was thinking about doing, and they've they've since announced they're not going to do this. Uh-huh. But the plan was Everyone who plays Santa Claus at the mall, that they would be getting the COVID-19 vaccine. Because think about it. You got all these kids you
1: don't know sitting on your lap. If that's a thing this year, kind of kind of thinking it probably won't be. You think it probably shouldn't
0: be, but do you think it really probably won't be? You're going to not have your kid on Santa's lap, and you're not going to have a mask on your kid's face for that picture with Santa on, a, on the lap, Right. They're gonna go ahead and
1: do it. No, I'm sure in, in places they will.
0: In some places they will. I now I wouldn't take my kid a chance on it. But, but then again, I didn't take my kid to do that when there wasn't a pandemic. We went one year and that was the end of it for the whole pictures with Santa because that thing is a racket. <laughs> it's absolute racket. <laughs> Canceling plans to offer Santa Claus performers early access to the coronavirus vaccine in exchange for their help in promoting it publicly. The idea was that you would be given the vaccine if you were a Santa Claus, but Uh you'd have to let everybody know Santa's got the vaccine, everyone, so so you should, too. So
1: we can't find anyone sexier than a mall Santa?
0: There would also have been... Uh, vaccines available for mrs. Claus and elves elves would have also been eligible for this uh, this was part of a 250 million dollar government campaign to garner celebrity endorsements of vaccinations once they get approved are
1: elves celebrities well
0: Elvis elves I you're right one is much more popular than the other
1: it's a good it's a good point you bring up. I mean, there's Buddy the Elf. Yeah. What other famous
0: elves do we have? $250 million government campaign to garner celebrity endorsements. But they are now saying that they will, uh, they will be scrapping these plans. Rick Irwin is chairman of the Fraternal Order of Real Bearded Santas, and he says the news that they're not getting their vaccines is extremely disappointing. Quote, this was our greatest hope for Christmas 2020, and now it looks like it won't happen. The story was first reported by the Wall Street Journal, the Department of Health and Human Services, confirming the plan of the existence of the Santa plan to the New York Times. The idea was initially conceived by a former assistant secretary at the department, who announced last month that he would be going on leave uh, shortly after he posted a video where he was going a little crazy. That guy came up with Operation Santa, this uh, Michael Caputo. He said the vaccine would be approved by mid-November and distributed to frontline workers by Thanksgiving. And that uh, Santa would definitely be on that list. Uh-huh. Since you would be doing Santa a serious favor, Santa would definitely reciprocate. That was the plan. Uh, but now Health and Human Services is saying they didn't know any anything about this plan. So We're going to go ahead
1: and just concentrate on actually developing a vaccine before we worry about Santa Claus. Before we worry about a $250 million dollar Santa.
0: operation Santa Claus. Yeah. Probably a good idea. Let's
1: knock that out first. <laughs> Number two.
0: Two. 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 two, Pastor dispels rumors that he was the man who urinated on a sleeping woman on a flight, saying, quote, this has been a weird day. <laughs> a popular pastor, had to go on... That doesn't really answer the question, does it? (laughs) He had to go on social media to disprove rumors that he was involved in a bizarre incident on a flight from Vegas to Detroit. (laughs) I'll read his tweet here. Quote, It's been a weird day. For some reason, people who don't know me have accused me of
1: inappropriate actions on a flight from Las Vegas to Detroit. What, people that do know you could? It'd be one thing if people that knew me <laughs> accused me of this, because they, they know I'm capable of this. But strangers? Somebody took a leak on a lady
0: on a plane, and they're accusing this pastor, Will Graham. He says, listen, I was at this headquarters in New North Carolina. I spent uh, October the 13th at the Cove and at a family gathering in Asheville, North Carolina. I was with my colleagues and my family morning, noon, and night. I was not on a plane, pure and simple, and I certainly wasn't involved in the sort of thing they're suggesting. Apparently, authorities will release the name of the actual perpetrator at some point. Until then, please know it was not me. Thanks.
1: Well, how were you even accused if you were in North Carolina? Right. That's odd.
0: Well, they had reported that a a woman flying from Vegas to Detroit on a Delta flight, says she woke up in the middle of the flight and a man was urinating on her. Okay. The man's identity not revealed, but originally the reporting that came out was that it was this pastor from North Carolina, Will Graham. Now, wait a minute. Now, Will Graham is the executive director of the Billy Graham Training Center at the Cove and an associate evangelist with the Billy Graham Evangelist Association.
1: So she woke up and a man was doing this, or that's what woke her up?
0: Well, that I don't know. You, I would think, you would that, think... I, that's what woke her up. It'd be a heck of a dink to, yeah, to wake up. Yeah, to wake up and then somebody that's was, going on. Yeah, right. He's saying it wasn't me. I was in North Carolina. I had nothing to do with this flight from Vegas to, uh, well, to Detroit. to easy enough to prove if you need to. When this thing happened on this Delta flight, an off-duty police officer on the flight restrained the unidentified man. His name not reported to the public. Local reports saying that uh, the man had been suffering from a reaction to a sleep aid that he took. Sure, that old story. But how it got out in the papers, then, that it was some dude from North Carolina, some pastor from North Carolina, who uh, had nothing to do with any of it. Yeah. And I I just love that he starts his post with, it's been a weird day. You Imagine, like, your phone is blowing up, and it's just a bunch of people saying, What did you do? Did you take a whiz on someone on a flight from Vegas to Detroit? And you're like... I'm nowhere near either of those places. I don't
1: think so. That's
0: not me. I I don't. And and the thing too is,
1: now now I'm starting to doubt myself. And
0: everyone's apologies for this sort of thing. The first thing you say is like, "That's not who I am. That's not me." No, literally, I'm 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 on the East Coast at the moment. I have nothing to do with a flight from Vegas to Detroit. And why it was reported that it was me, I don't know. But they won't say the name of the guy who did it. But somehow the reporting came out that it was this guy.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem fair. No. <laughs> that you can name me. Right. But you can't name the guy that actually did it?
0: Yeah, who? well, who did it then? Well, we can't, you know, can't get into that. What? We, we thought it was you. But now that it's not you, we're not going to say who it was. It's right? Didn't... Now, it's possible it's somebody that has a similar name. Yeah, I mean, Will so I... Graham is not uh, that uncommon of a name. But... You know, you would think that they would do a little bit of tech checking around before they...
1: I really wish that you guys would clean this up, if you don't mind.
0: <laughs> guys, I'm not on the flight. It was a pastor who took a whiz on her. How do they know it was a pastor? I don't know. This woman's saying that, uh, that now she's having trouble sleeping.
1: I can't sleep on... I can't sleep on planes. I guess that's a good thing.
0: Well, yeah. If you if you
1: if you were to take a nap on a plane and wake up
0: to that happening to you, this was a uh, a red eye flight, and uh, she says that most of the people on the red eye flight were asleep. It, again, it's a flight from Vegas. Welcome to, to Detroit. To Detroit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll be. We'll be landing soon. That's not
0: great. No.
1: That's not how anybody wants to get to Detroit. That's not a a Chamber of Commerce (laughs) moment at all.
0: It's bad enough you're flying into Detroit, but to have that happen on the flight just seems like an unfair double whammy.
2: It was the red-eye flight from Las Vegas. Pretty much everyone on board was sleeping. One woman in the back was woken up in the most disturbing way. I've never been more ready to come back home until the year. Detroiter Alicia Beverly could not wait to get back, ironically, from Sin City. It was just a girls' trip. I was with my sister. Did so. you guys have fun? Yeah. <laughs> have fun. My- Did
0: you have fun before that pastor took a whiz on you? Was it, It's with the music. We you having good times before you know yeah
2: <laughs> night curled up in a back seat next to her sister on board a delta flight alicia was asleep until it started to get warm on this side of me in that sleepy haze right at eye level something unexpected i jump up and i seen his private area so i screamed and that woke everybody on the plane up by the time I actually looked at him and I see him shaking himself off. I'm like, this man just peed on me. Her scream, getting the attention of an off-duty officer on board. In the midst of me doing all that, I looked, it was like a puddle of pee in the seat. Alicia says the officer rushed over, restraining the man who turned out to be a well-known pastor from North Carolina. Sources tell us the pastor had an apparent bad reaction to a sleep aid.
0: Okay, but stop
2: saying that! That's not true. He didn't say anything the time the whole time he was standing there. What's Just to be like said in a bathroom? Yeah, Alicia sat in those wet clothes for hours before landing at Detroit Metro where the pastor was taken into custody. He hasn't been charged yet. The FBI handles incidents in the air. They'll make a decision on charges. Meanwhile, Alicia is filled with anxiety. I left work yesterday because I couldn't stay, but I had to tell him why I needed to leave. it was a lot like my anxiety was really bad i I literally since then i probably only got maybe like four hours of sleep she's grateful though for the officer
1: i get that i have to
0: leave work today i uh i got peed on an airplane i'm not gonna be able to i'm not gonna be able to finish my tasks today uh boss i uh Well, as you know, I went to Vegas, and uh, a man used me as a urinal on the flight.
1: Yeah, I can see why you'd have trouble sleeping.
2: ...who took charge. I'm literally very thankful that he was on there, and something was able to be done right away, and it wouldn't have been, like, my word, just my word against his, it was somebody on there to actually see. We spoke with the...
0: Well, no, it wouldn't, that wouldn't be a he said, she said, that would be a... Uh, she said, P said. I mean, if, if you're covered in urine, it wouldn't be your... You would have some evidence that it happened.
1: Yeah. Some evidence. <laughs> I
0: mean, if you were to say, that guy peed on me, well, I, well, maybe not. I don't know.
1: That's more of a she said, P said.
0: <laughs> well, I hope that she's able to get some sort of... uh <laughs> Sleep. sleep. How do you fall asleep? Eventually. Well, I mean, you sh- the anxiety that she's dealing with is very real. I don't want to make light of that. But once you go to your room in your house to sleep, you shouldn't have to worry about pastors you don't know coming in and taking a whiz on you. Might not be that easy. Number three. 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 I want to tell you the story of Boonsong Plekow. Boonsong Plekow. Who Yesterday, uh, she lives in Thailand, and yesterday morning, uh, she went to the bathroom Mm -hmm. and felt a searing pain and then saw blood pouring down her legs. Which, you know... Not the way to start the day. (laughs) You're thinking, I got to cut down on the brand. No, Uh, she was on her toilet there in central Thailand... And she checked with her hand to see what the heck was causing all the pain. And the culprit was, in fact, a seven-foot python that bit her in the bottom while she was sitting on the toilet. She says she will now check the toilet every time she goes after being attacked by a seven-foot-long python while she was sitting on the toilet yesterday morning. She ran out of the bathroom screaming for help before her husband... Locked the door behind her. I'm,
1: I'm guessing. He did what?
0: Locked the door behind her. I'm guessing that the snake let go, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: help me, help me. And he's like, okay, first thing we got to do is first thing we lock do is, this crime First thing we got
1: to do is protect me.
0: She checked with her hand to see what caused the pain and the snake, which had been hiding in the toilet bowl, bit her on the finger. She then ran out of the bathroom screaming for help. The husband decided to call animal rescuers who arrived at the home accompanied by paramedics. Live action. They were able to give her first aid before they took her to the hospital and she got released later on yesterday. But uh, that's nuts. Python's do you give someone anti-venom if they're bitten with a, by a python? I wouldn't think so. You're, you're right on about that, because it turns out pythons are not venomous. But they still shot her full of antibiotics due to the risk of infection. She says, I did not see the snake hiding in the bowl. So I was just doing my stuff when it attacked. After the incidents, animal rescuers captured this snake. They removed it from the house in a sack... And the plan is later on they're going to release this thing into the wild. You're going to let a python out in the wild now that it's acquired a taste for a human butt? That's
1: a mistake, right? Yeah, rump roast. <laughs> no thanks. There's a snake at the gate. <laughs> I
0: had a feeling that somehow Prince Anhalt was going to get involved in this. Yes, I'm calling from Jaja's Zsa toilet. There's a snake in my leg. There's a snake in the stool. That's not great. She says, I will check the toilet every time before I sit down. The snake actually uh, did have a a, a little press conference, Uh and uh, he had this to say.
1: You think you have a crap job?
0: Why did he have an orchestra with him when he gave his little talk? That's weird. Thailand is home to three different species of pythons, so I don't know which python got her. Was it the reticulated python? Was it the Burmese python? Or was it the Bronger-Mursa blood python? I don't know. Reticulated pythons are the largest snakes on planet Earth. Uh, They can grow to be up to 32 feet long. No, thanks. Those are the ones that'll, that'll
1: eat you and swallow you whole. Like
0: they, like they did Mishu.
1: Yes, if you're an antelope.
0: <laughs> Burmese pythons are native to Southeast Asia and can grow up to 26 feet long. That is the snake that they're dealing with now in Florida, where a, a giant swath of Southeast uh, Florida now is home to these, uh, these Burmese pythons. They think there could be as many as 300,000 of them just in florida alone and then the uh bronger blood python is much smaller that'll only grow to about five to six feet all pythons kill by constriction that is to say they will squeeze you to death right first they choke you and then they swallow you whole they are not venomous but they have numerous backwards curving teeth inside their mouth
1: I like that.
0: And you, you have the backwards curving teeth to help you grip your prey until it's incapacitated.
1: Diabolical.
0: Yeah, these pythons, they'll stop at nothing. But yeah, she says she will check the toilet every time. I think I'm going to just start checking, even though I don't live in Thailand.
1: I typically give it a good look.
0: You typically do.
1: Yeah, I mean, seven foot python. <laughs> you not the sort of thing I typically miss.
0: See, that was my question. How unaware of your surroundings are you if there's a seven foot python in the toilet and you don't see that? That seems like you hate to blame the victim. here. What do I but, t- but come on. Honey. What you didn't I see a seven you. foot snake. You pay attention gate? to nothing. <laughs> Walking around in a daze. Yeah, I mean a little little knowledge of your surroundings, especially if you live in a country that has three different pythons.
1: If you're the right? python leader,
0: <laughs> right? Is that what would you say?
1: Same with Florida, though. I don't know how you even get a minute of rest living in that state
0: because of the pythons, just, because of Florida, just man. everything. Yeah, yeah, that's a
1: can't relax. No, Florida. And the heat, my god. Four.
0: There is a Scottish mermaid that is driving fishermen crazy over there. They do. Kate McLeod is her name, and she's a 23-year-old real-life mermaid. This is someone who wears a mermaid tail and regularly goes swimming out in the sea out there. That would do it. And the problem, too, is. She will do it when the weather is bad. And these fishermen are like, what is going on? The sea is angry. She regularly will go swimming in freezing conditions with her Ariel-style tail fin that she wears. Uh-huh. She says, I do get some very strange looks, especially from the experienced fishermen, because they go through all these courses about all the dangers of the sea, and they're also taught how to save lives and to survive exposure if they end up in the water, and then they see me splashing yeah, around. Yeah, no, then you're
1: just out there flaunting it.
0: Right. You shouldn't be in that water. It's dangerous. It's near freezing temperatures, but she's out there We're splashing We're going to end up around. with a dead mermaid. <laughs> she says, there was one time during one of the named storms when it was getting dark and I wanted to head out, but my dad said, no, you're taking this too far. You've got to stop this. But I went in the next day when it was still absolutely wild. Some say I'm mad, but it's good for the soul, she
1: says. A mermaid that lives at home.
0: <laughs> She's 23, and Dad's like, you're not mermaiding today, honey. I'm not.
1: <laughs> I'm the one still paying the bills around here.
0: <laughs> Dad apparently is a boat company owner, and they love to go swimming. And, and then this Kate is just taking it too far, apparently, going out and putting on her mermaid outfit and... Driving the local fishermen absolutely crazy. She likes to go out when it's, when it's wild. She says, I started wild winter swimming six years ago. But long before that, we have a family tradition of swimming every New Year's
1: Day. wonder how many tails she's gone through. Because in six years' time, mm. you know, hmm. you do some growing. Yeah, I could see that. That, that. that tail doesn't fit me anymore.
0: <laughs> it's like kids' shoes. Where you're just like... That's. I'm going to
1: put this on Craigslist. Who wants...
0: <laughs> here's, uh, here's what the mermaid looks like, Darren. Oh, boy. And there's pictures of her. Yeah, she's gorgeous.
1: Yeah, there's I no can, question I can about can it. see why that would, uh, get, it would get people rattled. It would
0: distract me if I was out fishing in Scotland and uh-huh. I saw her splashing about. Would you try to catch her? I don't know that you want to catch a mermaid. Throwing that out there? That's probably bad luck, right? Mm. What's the mythology on mermaids? You're supposed to leave them alone, No, well, right? she's
1: not a real mermaid.
0: Well, but if you thought that she was. She loves it when the water is super cold. She says everyone else is dressed and shivering, and I'll still be splashing about on the water. She uses something called a monofin. It's like one giant flipper. Yeah. And it helps her with her dips. That's right. These are not cheap, these flippers, by the way. Cost uh, thousands. Some of them can't. She says, "I have one that's from uh, you know being a mermaid, and then another one that's silver and makes me look like I'm a giant mackerel." There are mermaid communities around the world, but usually they're in warmer climates. She says, "I can't imagine there's anyone else doing this in Scotland, because it's just so cold." I think she's the world's top mermaid. She says, "I've always been into mermaid mythology and sea creatures, but when I've got the full tail on." I kind of feel like one of them when I'm in the water. It's like I'm home when I'm in the sea. It's where I'm meant to be. So when people ask what I need the tail for, it's like my childhood dreams come true. Yeah, but in the North Atlantic this time of year? It's, is, it, is it fun? It's, it says here that the North Atlantic is unforgiving, and she says, quote, when you first put your head underwater, it's like someone smashing your head with a hammer. And sometimes the pain doesn't go away for the entire swim. Well, then, then what are you doing? What are you doing out there? She says, you're best to just plunge straight in and always keep your hands in the water. Because when they're out and they get cold, then, then you get cold. Eventually, you become numb to the water. She says, it sounds worse than it is. But once you're numb, that's when you start to enjoy it. I think I need to go watch this. Cold water treatments, they say, improve the body's immune system and help with aches and strains. Uh, She says, I don't know about that. Quote, I pretty much have a cold all the time. I know that's not really selling wild winter swimming, but I don't think it has anything to do with the sea. Wow. So she's convincing her friends to try this, too. But she says she'd rather uh, she'd rather go for a swim in her mermaid outfit Uh
1: than go to the local pub. Any word of when she might be spawning?
0: <laughs> how does that work? Does she like lay her eggs or how does that how does that work? Wild swimming. I guess this is becoming bigger and bigger because all the public pools have been shut down. Uh-huh. So people are just swimming so in in take bodies of
1: water, natural bodies of water. Right,
0: the pandemic has things shut down, so people are going out into the the sea, but I although I don't
1: know that you're allowed to bring your fin to a public pool. <laughs>
0: no, I wouldn't put up with that. I th- <laughs> if, I, if I was a lifeguard, if I was at Splash Landing and somebody wanted to f- flop around, here in we a go, mackerel costume. No, we're not. We're not putting up with not
1: that. Not on. Not on my watch.
0: I'm blowing the whistle, and then you know what I'm doing.
1: Not on my 45-minute shift.
0: Uh, and then I'm shutting the beaches down. There's <laughs> <It's been laughs> a Giant mackerel spotted out there. We've got to shut down the beach. I don't think you're supposed to bring a mermaid onto your boat.
1: I feel like that's, that's bad luck.
0: I feel like it is.
1: To be left yeah, leave them alone, huh?
0: But I I I will tell you this, all my time out in the open water was was Lake Michigan. We didn't really worry about mermaids. But there's things that just aren't done when you're out out to sea. But I don't know about mermaids.
1: I, am I wrong on that? Some things are not talked about on dry land. <laughs> there's, there's things that are just best left left for the open water.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm getting a lot of texts from people that have looked looked up uh, Kate and are uh-huh. very much enjoying the photos of her as a mermaid. The sea. Yeah, no, she's a stone-cold fox. There's no question about What's it. What's her last name? Kate McLeod. Kate McLeod the yeah. mermaid. Yeah. She's like a Highlander mermaid over there in Scotland, just... Flopping around in the cold and the Again, the problem is that the fishermen are are starting to go a little crazy because they're like, what the I can see why. What the hell is this? Uh mermaids believed to be the ghosts of women who died violent deaths by drowning. Oh no. I I never heard I didn't know that either. I thought it was more
1: fanciful than that. Yeah,
0: I just thought they were fun. Uh mermaids. In in Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid, you know the mermaid falls in love, but there are other versions that say they're just murderous demons out there in the water. Oh boy, mermaids have been part of the mythology and human uh, human storytelling for more than four thousand years. There was Ea, the Babylonian god of the sea, who had the lower body of a fish and an upper body of a human. Okay, so that was, I guess... I guess he was the first merman, right? The earliest mermaid-like figure was the ancient Syrian goddess Atargatis, who watched over the fertility of her people, as well as their general well-being. She, too, is human above the waist and fish below it. All right, I dig it. That's cool. But when do they start becoming... becoming bad? Mermaids entered European mythology with conflicting personalities. Sometimes they were portrayed as beautiful, seductive maidens, right? Greatly desired by lonely sailors. Uh, And other times you were told to avoid mermaids. In the Carta Marina, which was written in the 16th century, it cataloged all the monsters around the seas around Scandinavia. And it said that if you're a fisherman... If you rail in a mermaid, it says, do not presently let them go. Such a cruel tempest will arise and such a horrid lamentation that the sort of men that comes with it and other monsters joining them will think the sky should fall. That's what happens. You keep a mermaid in your boat like a hurricane happens. You don't want that. Mm. If you catch him, you got to let him go right away.
1: Got a hankering for a Neptune salad now.
0: (laughs) I had a feeling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: it's... Oh. Go for some imitation crab.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I dig it.
1: Five. Number five. Five. Five, five. The fact that Halloween falls
0: on a Saturday this year makes everything nice and easy. If you are going to have uh, some sort of gathering at your place, everyone knows when the party is. It's on Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like one of those years... Where Halloween is on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and you have to decide, do you do the party before or after? You never want
1: to do it after, do you? you Well, but people do do that. Do it after?
0: I wouldn't do that. I would always err on going
1: before. Leading up to Halloween.
0: Right. To have a Halloween party on November 2nd seems a little strange, but people do what people do. A story here from uh, Ricky the Penguin who says 10 or 12 years ago, it was me, one of those weeks
1: where... Let me guess what he's going as. <laughs> well,
0: it was one of those weeks where Halloween fell on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. So that meant all the Halloween parties were on Saturday the 27th or November the 3rd. Uh huh. The Saturday night party was three to four days in front of or behind October 31st. Yeah, that's right. Ricky says here we had our huge 40 to 50 person party. And we've been doing it three, four years running. And we duly invited all of our good friends to our party on Saturday, November 2nd or 3rd. He's, but yeah,
1: they all showed up the week before?
0: Well, one person did. Oh. One person did. He says uh, the, the Saturday before Halloween when they're not having their party. He says uh, the wife and I are watching a movie. It's nine o'clock at night and the doorbell rings. And I'm like, no one ever rings our door this late. What's this all about? And I open the door, and my best gal friend, who is not my wife, is in a giant pumpkin costume, and her husband is Tom Hanks from Castaway, complete with a bloody Wilson volleyball. Uh And they yell, Happy Halloween.
1: Happy Halloween to you, too.
0: I shut the door, (laughs) howl with laughter, and then invite them in. And... He says, uh, I told him, thanks for coming to our party. That's next week. And her face just fell. You're kidding, right? And he says, I'm not, I'm not in costume. The house isn't decorated. There's nobody here. The Do party, I look like a penguin? The party is next week. I'm not in my penguin costume. Says so she was very embarrassed, but we laughed and took pictures. And then they changed into the regular clothes and we uh, enjoyed wine and snacks. And did it all up again properly. The following Saturday.
1: I guess we can go home if you want us to.
0: Well, I mean, we're, we're all this way. Wouldn't mind. Uh... Why would you have regular clothes to change into? That seems weird. Yeah. You don't You don't show up at a Halloween costume oh. party with backup clothes, do you? I guess we
1: could loan you some. That's strange. Well, you could just stay as a castaway. And then there's
0: this story. It says, I am not an extrovert. So, too often, the party is the extroverts having fun showing off their good costumes. When I made an attempt or an effort at a costume, it's always low effort, and I get mocked for it. My low effort costume? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know that it has anything to do with being introverted or extroverted. No. If you're not putting any a- attempt into making a costume, you are going to get uh, yeah. mocked. Wandering around the Halloween Express store, I got the idea to be a mad scientist. Crazy Einstein white hair wig, glasses that were vaguely steampunk, lab coat. I emptied half a can of hairspray and made my own personal hole in the ozone to make the wig hair stand up. Mm -hmm. My secret weapon was a gun that shot smoke rings that I got at some novelty store. I think Sharper Image. The party was on Saturday night, and it was at my curling club. The Halloween bonspiel at my curling club. My team was three ladies, and they basically ignored me after the curling game was over. One of them I had the hots for, but she had a boyfriend and ended up talking to her uh, boyfriend the whole time, ignoring me. Get to the party, and of course, at the party, a guy who was the district manager for the local Taco Bell stores grabbed the DJ's spokes machine. And mocked my puny little smoker gun. I can't win. Then another guy, for some reason, started calling me Ron Jeremy. And that was my name then for the night. No idea why. Anytime there was a lull in conversation, someone would scream out, Hey, it's Ron Jeremy! Ended up finding a quiet place to sulk and drink half a bottle of scotch, getting blind drunk. He says, thankfully, my future wife gave me a ride home. Despite being called Ron Jeremy, I didn't get any sex or even the hint of someone being interested in sex with me. This guy's a mope. <laughs> I, you need to stop going to parties. He says, F Halloween parties. No <laughs> one invites me, no. and if I do show up to one, I'm immediately labeled as an outcast and made to be felt unwelcomed. I only might go to one if I spend a few thousand dollars on a professional costume. No, you don't
1: have to do that. <laughs> You're going to get mocked again, and you're going <laughs> to yeah. be out two grand. Hey, that's See,
0: that's the problem with this story. Just give up. I felt bad for the guy, and then it takes a turn, and I'm like, you know what? I would have made fun of you, too. No, you Good for this Taco Bell manager for making you feel like a
1: piece of garbage. That's the Taco Bell manager costume, huh? <laughs> I think this guy was genuinely the Taco <laughs> Bell manager. Oh, okay.
0: I think that's, he, was, he must be a big deal in Position that town. Position of power. Yeah, he runs. <laughs> he runs.
1: He calls the shots down there on the
0: border. <laughs> How about this one? We're going to a Halloween party. Same one we've been going to for three years running. Our hostess worked locally near my uh, boyfriend's job, so we'd known her through a work crowd. The only difference that year was she had a new boyfriend who was quite a bit younger. In fact, they'd met because he was a good friend of another couple's college son. You following this? Mm Mm-hmm. We prepared as usual for her party with me bringing my large cake pan graveyard, complete with graves, ghosts, pudding swamp, enough dessert for a big crowd.
1: Pudding swamp.
0: Only we get there and there's no extra cars at her place. Our hostess and boyfriend were in their costume and had done her usual nice setup with drinks and her homemade yummy snacks. Even their dog was in costume, plus she had her usual big table for the rest of us to put out our contributions. And there my giant pan sat alone. Nothing else. Nada. It appeared that the other couples really didn't care for her fun and her sweet boyfriend was just 23. So they all just decided not to show up to the party.
1: Mm-hmm. Wish you'd have told me.
0: None of the others confided in us. Probably because they already knew we didn't give a rat's ass about their age difference. So to this day, I suspect, but I have no proof, who poisoned the well. But it was so awkward being in a party where, as time goes by, no one else shows up. One bright side, though. Tons of leftovers. <laughs> that included my dessert. So... There was that. Happy Halloween, I
1: guess. Is this gonna get any better? <laughs> hey, uh, how come we're the only ones at your party? I guess we got to take well, home a bunch of stuff we don't want. We
0: invited a bunch of
1: people. I don't understand. But they take umbrage with what's going on in this house. The
0: fact that I'm some sort of a cougar has got to have it. Apparently, is uh, meant people decided to disown Is it all over,
2: Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it would be like
0: this. I guess that's it for that edition of Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things. The good news is more are coming and soon. But until we get a chance to do those for you, uh, thanks for listening to this one.
1: Yeah, it was brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. Nature's Treatment of Illinois' goal is to fully understand their clients' needs physically, mentally, and emotionally because they know it's not easy to live with a chronic illness. They're going to Uh, have their experienced wellness consultants sit down with you and have a discussion and talk about the options that could work best for you and make you feel more comfortable. Frequently asked questions are answered. Uh, You can go to the website and check those out. The website is ntillinois.com.
0: Until we get a chance to do it for you again,
1: hang loose, kooks. You stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Uh, Quad Cities, represent... For the quad city's reference spot, davin boy yeah. We keep it locked. Right guys, come on, yeah. and it just don't stop. East Moline,
2: yeah, they keeping it hot, uh. Peace out.